Hello, and welcome to the Cinemondo Podcast. With Kathy, Mark, and Burke talking about movies, horror, sci-fi, unusual, unknown, forgotten, underappreciated, always interesting. And today, we have a very special episode. We have a guest. <laughs> and that guest's name is Devin Whitehead. Here, here. Hi, Devin. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the table, Devin. I feel like I'm in Escape from New York. <laughs> <laughs> Come forth. <laughs> but Devin is an amazing artist who does artwork that just, like, rings so true to the to the spirit of what we're trying to do here on the Cinemondo podcast. It's like going back to the what we were talking about in a, another episode about nostalgia and all these feelings that you get when you want to see a horror movie and what you feel when you see the horror movie. It's the the artwork that he does is like the I- idealization of the film. Well Thank put. You. Thank well you. Put. <laughs> right? Yes, Thank I agree. And that's what uh, I strive for. And he's wearing uh one of his uh masterpieces <laughs> now. You can see Evil Dead 2 t-shirt on. <laughs> Sold at cavitycolors.com. Yeah, no, you can totally plug them. It's yes, okay. Dude, go ahead, Shill. Go ahead. <laughs> we applaud Shill. Yeah, what's it called again? Uh, CavityColors dot com. Cool. So and you can go online and, and get order these shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got uh, uh, turntable slip mats. If you got a oh, record player, nice. Yeah, mouse pad. Oh my god, that's yeah. so hip. Or if you just want a mouse pad, yeah. <laughs> you just rest <laughs> your hand. It's also retro. Yeah, <laughs> turntables and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's really cool. I mean, I'll just look at the Evil Dead one. You have just you know you have all the main points there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So you have, you know you have Ash. You have the the sawed off shotgun, the eyeball yeah. popping out of the head of the <laughs> monster coming up out of the cellar. Eyeballs in three D coming yeah. right off the shirt. Does it glow in the dark? It looks like glow in the dark you know, colors. Does, I don't think it does, but um, it should. We were just at that King Tut uh, exhibit, and they have one of those green screens where you get your picture taken. And it's funny because we saw the photo later, and all the picture went through the green. Of the oh, shirt. That's <laughs> so, cool. Because it's so neon green. Right. It's, <laughs> like green it's chroma key. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So it was like an x-ray. Like they saw you were naked. <laughs> they could see you through <laughs> your body. Like, oh, my God. Because I was wearing all green. <laughs> <laughs> took away all my Just clothes. a floating head. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great artwork. Do you, do oh, you, you yeah. draw in, you draw in the real world too. You use pencils and mm-hmm. paper and, and yes. inks and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So I went, uh, I've been drawing with pencil and painting, uh, traditionally, uh, all my life. And then through college, um, and about midway through college is where I found Photoshop and, yeah. uh, yes. it saved my wallet and, <laughs> uh, and I'm very messy when I paint and draw. So yeah. <laughs> it helped me tremendously. <laughs> Plus, so you use Photoshop instead of painter. Or... Yeah. I'll draw it by hand and then I'll scan it and then I'll paint it on Photoshop. Oh, that's cool. Well, do you use a certain program in Photoshop? Like, um, no, Rebel or anything? No, it's funny. Um, I learned from a couple different teachers, um, at Otis College of Art and Design, um, they use a very basic things on Photoshop. Like they get some brushes, uh, you know, some, some, uh, different brushes that like kind of emulate, you know, actual brushes. And then they use all the basic, like, um, just setup. It's really, <laughs> I see people doing all these crazy things with Photoshop and I'm, I, <laughs> I use maybe like three or four things. Right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. But the, yeah. La- the layers and, uh, if I fuck up, then it's, uh, not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. History. Yep. Awesome. Kathy's a Photoshop 
sort of um, Empress. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, my yeah. husband, too. We both do Photoshop. Oh, awesome. It's like yeah. our right arm. We've been using Photoshop since it was invented, and we're just like... I, I wore out my CS3 because I don't use <laughs> anything else on it. You know, I don't need it for anything crazy. Um, it was only like last year that I really updated <laughs> to yeah. CS, whatever it is oh, now. No. CS subscription... <laughs> Yes. model X yes 2000 yeah well they have right. a lot of good tools on that yeah it's it's awesome um and it's cool for me because when i paint i'm it, it's very slow and uh being able to put like my you know quote unquote vision on the on the canvas uh, was always very hard for me because i want to manipulate it so much so when i found photoshop i was like oh my god this is amazing because yeah. i can make it look exactly how i want it to yeah. you know Game and changer. you're not you're not committing to anything like if you want to try something you're like no that didn't work i'll go back (laughs) exactly yeah yeah exactly um which is uh, sometimes it hinders because i'm like so many options i can do anything you know and uh, i found out i found out real quick to just go you stick to your sketch maybe try a couple different things but always just kind of harken back and walk away eventually you have to walk i just have to make a decision and go with it yeah (laughs) flatten Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, the Howling uh, T-shirt's great, and so is oh, Reanimator. Yeah. So yeah, you focus thanks. mostly like on eighties. Oh yeah. Horror. Yeah. So yeah, seventies, uh, eighties, and then we're we, me and uh, Aaron uh, Aaron Crawford, who owns uh, Cavity Colors. He, um, me and him, really love nineties. We're nineties kids, you know. So mm-hmm. we we love like nineties horror movies too. So. We're we're slowly delving into that. Eighties is the best, of course, but yeah. <laughs> I'm Ni- trying to think. What are some nineties movies that are uh, classics? We love Valentine, uh, Scream, okay. the series. Um, I'm trying to think. I think I was. I think the nineties for me. I think of the Sixth Sense. I think that was like. Wasn't that that was ninety nine? Ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we love like. Yeah, like all the slashers around Scream time. Uh, right, we, we we did a urban legend shirt. Um, oh, that's good. Oh, that's I know, right. I know yeah. what you did last summer. Yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. about hatchet. Exactly. Yeah, hatchet. We did. We just got the license for hatchet. Um, I think hatchet three was one of the best that I've seen in a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That that gore and that was insane. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> like, I feel like everything's kind of safe, right? Like uh-huh. you know, there's gore, but you've, it's it's kind of you've seen it, and they yeah. kind of you can feel them kind of pulling their punches. But that movie's like, nah, we're going for it. Yep. There's some crazy shit in that movie. Having never seen a hatchet movie, give me one. They're good. Hatchet's <laughs> good. It's a good series. I know. I, I'd like to see it. You know, it's just one I've missed. What are you doing on this part- podcast? <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen it either. Burke and I will go watch oh. Chitty Chitty Bang. <laughs> Bang. Yeah, so, part I'll go one. watch Warriors again. Yeah. <laughs> part one Hatchet is just amazing. It's, it's really it's, it's just a classic slasher. It's like oh, we can still do these now, you know. Yep. It's a, and it still works. It's not yeah. just rote kind of like oh, again. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. They it, really bring some fresh stuff to it. Mm-hmm. I think, which is you know because I I like slasher movies too, and when I'm I like slasher movies almost because of the formula how they're not shocking you just kind of watch them and they're kind of comforting because <laughs> I know it sounds weird to say that but you can't anticipate everything and there's always the right. final girl and you know yeah. uh, um, but when you watch Hatchet I feel like I was like okay wait a minute this is different this is mm-hmm. new I like this and the kills are over the top really good and just make the whole movie worth it yeah. I was thinking about it we drove cross country my uh, family and I and we were going through a uh, around Yellowstone in Wyoming and there was an old 50s motel it was called the Hatchet Motel (laughs) (laughs) and it was a neon with a big hatchet did Uh, you get a picture of it? dude how could you do that? (laughs) because I was driving animated signs where the hatchet goes chop 
chop, <laughs> chop, <laughs> chop. I know you're driving, but you I'll were find driving. It. I'll find, find it. it. So Sounds kind of David Lynchy though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's in Hatchet, Wyoming. Ooh. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, but it had a hatchet on the. I know. We got Okay, we'll have to find <laughs> we'll, it. We'll find it. We'll, we'll find post it. a picture of it on our social media. I'll wear the t-shirt outside. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, we got to get that picture. <laughs> but what right. are some 80s movies? You know, to, to me, when I think about my formative years in films, I think it's the 70s. Mm-hmm. I was probably too young to see a lot of the movies that I saw in the 70s. I was way too young to see most of the movies that are now my favorite movies, mm-hmm. you know, but... The first time I saw him, I was like 10 or 9 or 12 or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I was 12 when I saw The Exorcist Mm -hmm. and and Clockwork Orange and things like that 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 should have scarred me for life. Maybe they did. (laughs) Someone argued. But for me, the 70s and and plus stuff that I was too too young to see that I've seen in more recent years. Mm -hmm. I think just the movies, there's a feel to the 70s movies to me that that I just, I love. I love 70s horror films. some oh, of my too. favorite 70s horror films are from the 70s and dramas and crime dramas of course you know godfather type stuff and well 70s had one of the best slashers ever made texas chainsaw massacre right. yeah right. which a lot of people remember I, I read an article recently where they where they were talking about a movie and they were saying it's nowhere near as gory and bloody as texas chainsaw massacre no, no blood but no blood that's the thing about texas chainsaw massacre it's one of the most violent relentless gut-wrenching movies Mm -hmm. but there's no gore in it there's no you know standard what you would imagine a slasher gore you don't even see an you know any kind of murder happen really in it even when you see um i think a couple times um, (laughs) uh, franklin in the wheelchair it's from behind franklin yeah so you don't even see exactly yeah fill in the blanks and that's why i think people in their heads are like oh my god that scene you're like if you watch it again you'll see that there is nothing yeah that's why it's so good but just the way he slides the door close yeah oh so that stuff is so scary you know and the first time i saw that was in one of those slimy little smelling theaters in florida <laughs> with some friends of mine we were we probably shouldn't have gone to you know we probably shouldn't have been allowed to but probably the, should not be in a pea smelling theater yeah but you know what i'm talking general. about those those gnarly theaters pea smelling that's what it was called smelling. like is that like a chain that i know about pea smelling one two three it's a melon with a peace smelling plex but I think you know what I mean by that. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Folks go in there and they pee. If you have to walk downstairs to get to it, yeah. Yeah, it was just it was a it was it's the perfect sticky. place to see a movie like that because it was so yeah. grungy and mm-hmm. you you know when you when you when they go into the house where the where the family is you're thinking, okay, this is probably what it smells like. Yeah. <laughs> this theater is what it smells like. That movie the... just makes me sweat. Like, yeah. It's so hot. Yeah. It just yes. looks hot. It's very claustrophobic. It yeah. It's yeah. a really well-made movie. Yeah. And it is. And it's a horror film, and it's called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I think makes a lot of people not want to watch it, who probably shouldn't watch it's it. It's a great but... name. Yeah, it's it fits the movie because it's a headline and it's about supposedly you know this is a true story of actual events. Yeah. Director Toby Hooper and Toby yeah. Hooper took it to the next level with part two and did a whole different type of movie. Yeah, yeah, the comedy. Yeah, I love. I love. Is that with Dennis Hopper? Dennis in that one, oh, right? I love yeah, yeah. part two yeah. so much. I almost love it just as much as part one. Really, just because they're funny. so different. 
I remember being a little disappointed with that, like thinking I, I kind of didn't want the comedy. You know, I wanted it to be more like the yeah. feeling of the first one. But it, yeah, yeah, like, and, and that I think that's how I felt like the first time I saw it too. Like, but it's uh, oh man, maybe this, I should see it again. The then. soundtrack's great. You know, it's got the Cramps and um, I'm trying to remember. It's got lots of cool new wave bands in there. Huh? Oh. Maybe I should watch it. And it's got Dennis Hopper. You know. Maybe we should do another episode with Devin about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> well, Toby Hooper is an interesting director. Yeah. I mean, he really, all his stuff is, you the know. Funhouse. Yeah. Funhouse fun is great. Yeah. Did you guys ever see Life Force? Life Force. Oh, I was just going to say Life so, Force. Yeah. Yeah. That's a That's weird, cool movie. And just all, it's just like everything's thrown in. A big mm-hmm. bunch, you know, sci-fi, vampires. Yeah. You know, end of yeah. the world, zombies. Yeah. You know. It's, it's very sci-fi and it's like real weird sci-fi. Yeah. So good. And you said Poltergeist just now. Yeah, Poltergeist, which everyone <laughs> oh, yeah. thinks Steven Spielberg directed, but he did not. Even though it feels right, he probably Spielberg did, actually. would never do that face-melting scene. I know, right? right? <laughs> that was, that was, I remember reading a review saying, one guy thought thought that Spielberg really directed this movie, yeah. except for that scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the Toby Hooper said. came in for that one yeah. day. Well, apparently that was Steven that Spielberg. That is Steven Spielberg, yeah. That, those are his hands. Oh, right? man. Really? That's yeah. cool. I didn't know that. It's kind of an awkward effect, too. I remember thinking that the makes arms it creepy. Yeah. In, like in a really weird... And like, it's just falling apart, but he's staying in the one place. <laughs> right. It he's was, not running or trying wrong. to hold it on. <laughs> like, if your face was falling apart, wouldn't your instinct be like, oh, gotta hold this together? Yeah. No. Yeah. Peel it apart. Yeah, peel it off. Maybe it's, it's itchy, and you cooler. just want to pull it off because it's kind of itchy. <laughs> I just want to be a skeleton. Get this meat off of me! <laughs> What well, do I look I like? felt that. I felt like it was, he was itchy and freaking out. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> he was itchy. So it, and it, it turned out to be a dream anyway, right? Yeah. 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 I think I looked up. You know how time. dumb you are in dreams? You do stupid shit like that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. peel my face off in dreams <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Every night. Yep. You know, wake I'm up, looking uh, at this list of 80s horror because, you know, I'm thinking 80s horror. You know, I'm trying to think like, I, I think I like 80s horror. And it's like all my favorite movies are in this list. Yeah. In the 80s? And it's like. Not around Elm Street, The Shining, yeah. The mm-hmm. Thing, Hellraiser, Evil Dead, Reanimator, American Werewolf in London, Lost Boys, Poltergeist, The Fly, Fright Night. The I mean, fly. it's just endless. It's so many good movies. Yeah, uh, my, Videodrome. Yeah. The Fly is a great one. That's great. a love The Fly. We can spend a whole episode on Cronenberg. every one of Cronenberg's films. <laughs> just a Cronenberg podcast. And then the ones you yeah. know are, are the, like Friday 13th, of course. You know, those are the ones I'm thinking of. Like, oh, they're all those kind of movies. But no, there's all kinds of great. Henry, yeah. Sports of Serial Killer. Like, you know, uh, well, I remember when Halloween came out and I was 78. Yeah. That was like really the first horror movie I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I just saw every single one, every copy I don't yeah. care how bad it was. Prom night, terror train. He knows yep. you're alone. Yep. On yep. and on and on. Yeah. I see every enough. single I, one of I them. I basically grew up in a video store because my babysitter, um, when I was like four or five, mm-hmm. she she worked at a video store. So yeah. I would just take all the f- tapes home with me. And I just went by the covers. I was like, oh, Freddy looks cool. And this so did you just cool. automatically like horror? Or Yeah, I did. I don't know. Uh, I just flocked to it for some reason. I just gravitated towards it because, uh, I don't know, it just looked cool to me. I think as a kid, you're just like, look at the imagery. Um, yeah. I don't know, the paintings on the covers and the characters. Um, it didn't really scare you. Did you get scared by it? You know, it certain or... sequences would scare me and stuff, but the characters never scared me. I always just thought they were cool, and I wanted their action figure, and I wanted, <laughs> and I wanted to draw them. <laughs> but you never had nightmares? or Never had, like, no, I never had a nightmare... Uh, no, my parents are really cool about explaining like, oh, they make this and it's right. fake and, you know, you could do this if you want, you know. And so my dad did that, too. I remember watching movies with my dad. Like when I was a kid, I'd see something on television. And I remember specifically um, uh, Jason and the Argonauts. 
and seeing these monsters mm-hmm. moving around and the skeletons. And to a little kid, I was like, what the heck am I seeing here? Yeah. It's like, how does this... How does this exist? Mm-hmm. It looks like these people are fighting things that cannot possibly be alive, you yeah. know. And and my little brain, you know, is trying to figure it out. My dad, I remember my dad sat me down and actually drew sketches and demonstrated to me how stop motion works and used, cool. you know, like a flip, like a stack of like a like a like a uh, sketch pad or something mm-hmm. and drew animation and flipped it and showed how animation oh, works cool. and cool. so my dad was an artist so oh, he was cool. he was able to do a really good you know example of somebody oh, walking awesome. and and if you each frame is a movement uh-huh. you know and that's how all films are and it yeah, was yeah. like one of those lightning bolts you know like whoa yeah imagine what else you can do with animation <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I always used to draw like uh from since I was like five or six, I used to draw like you know Freddy killing people and stuff, and my, <laughs> or monsters devouring everybody. And my mom would be like, "Oh, this is awesome! Just don't show anybody." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, kids now, you know, I guess maybe back in those days, even more when people were talking about things like that, you get in trouble for drawing like that. I think you know, you think about these kids who get arrested or whatever mm-hmm. for liking horror films. They always blame the horror films or blame the music or whatever. Yeah. I'm like God, I'm glad they didn't examine me too closely when I was a kid. Born this way, I <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. in English class uh, they'd always like assign like the story starts off with this sentence and you have to finish it. Every <laughs> one of my stories was like a horror story where people got killed at the end, and I remember teacher thinking do we need to talk to your parents? Because <laughs> why do all your stories end with death? I'm like, cause it's more dramatic. Yeah. I mean, I just, you instantly knew that it's not real. I mean, yeah. I'm doing a drama thing with people dying. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. They didn't get it. Yeah. Well, I think you had cool parents that kind of, you know, oh, told yeah. that to my, you, my, you know, yeah. as opposed my to my parents, just, they're so cool. Uh, yeah. They love horror movies. Uh, you know, my mom loves all the classics and you know, um, my dad loves all the action horror and stuff. What was some of your dad's favorite movies? Uh, my dad really likes the Wrong Turn series. Oh, oh those are great. Yeah. yeah. We always talk and we're like, one is awesome, two sucks, three is cool, four is almost as good as one, and five is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you got it all done. I've only seen the first one. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one is the best one then, right? We, we <laughs> saw it in the theater when it came out in the early 2000s, and we saw it multiple times. We went back. That's so funny. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah. It's funny what movies you go back to see. I remember a, a buddy of mine um, who's also an artist, a horror artist, um, or does magazine covers. That guy, Mark Maddox, I think. Okay, yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. Sent you some links. Yeah, he does a famous monster kind of. Uh, yeah, cover. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, awesome. he and I grew up together. We went to high school together, and we used to go to the drive-ins and go see the Grindhouse movies. Double features. Yeah, <laughs> like Scream of the Banshee and I Spit on Your Grave and those kind of movies. And we went and saw this movie one time called Humanoids from the Deep. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it was so funny because that movie just hit us for some reason. Mm -hmm. And also because it had a trailer at the beginning for The Shining. Mm. So we would go Ah. back just to see the trailer for (laughs) The Shining. Yeah. But then Humanoids from the Deep, I think we went back and saw that movie like six times. That's awesome. Vic Morrow. For some reason. (laughs) So good. (laughs) I remember seeing that like on, you know, an early HBO experience. Mm -hmm. You know, we got HBO like in house in 19. I couldn't believe I could actually watch like uncut, unedited movies. With no ads. Yeah. Yeah. And Humanoids from the Deep was like, whoa, you know, monsters. I'm always so jealous of everybody like seeing all the films in the theater. 
because I grew I grew up all tapes. So I'm yeah, like, oh, I had a lot of tapes that were like really you know a lot of them are super low budget and they're so dark because the you know VHS is just some of the transfers are just super dark. Yeah, it wasn't until like the DVD came out or the Blu-ray or something later in life I'm like oh that's what that movie looks like. Yeah. <laughs> A mutilator I had on tape for a long time, and mutilator I was half of it. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, "It sounds cool," but and then, <laughs> something's and then it, happening. Yeah, it came out uh, a few years ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! It looks really cool." <laughs> yeah, That's the, really funny. the theater experience is it was like you didn't know. It also, a lot of times with tapes and movies, you've heard about them so much, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I remember the feeling of going to see. Um, dawn of the dead when dawn of the dead came out and my friend mark and i went it was like this is a this is a movie made by the guy who made night of the living dead which yeah. we just love to death yeah. you know that movie is a classic it's too so and we're like wow he made another movie about it's sort of like a continuation of it or something mm-hmm. or a sequel to it we didn't even know yeah <laughs> but we went to see it and it was just that was one of those movies that you were freaking out and you're cringing and you're laughing mm-hmm. and after we saw that movie mark and i got our super 8 camera and we made a zombie film oh, we, cool. I think we were in high school you know so it's not very good but we <laughs> we made well, it was actually pretty good it was mm-hmm. i think mark did most of it but oh, it was all of our friends got together and we're zombies and it was it's basically just us i think i was a zombie and we just did all these zombies getting killed you know <laughs> we need and to put this on youtube n- yeah no, that's not we have happen. a youtube channel with nothing on it we need to fill it out yeah, that's number one we're gonna put burke's old movies we don't have to say they're yours we'll just go no we'll just say from the star of evil in the woods <laughs> <Yes>. right <laughs> If you oh. liked Evil in the Woods. Oh, listen, love. listen to this. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I, my parents were, I think they were, they liked horror movies, but I think mm-hmm. they were mostly just kind of checked out about it. So we would watch like Hammer movies oh, cool. um, on TV and we always, I always liked the vampires like Christopher Lee. I thought was so cool. I mean, right. it still burned into my brain when he has the blood coming out of his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So awesome. we were always into horror movies, and I remember this was probably one of their most questionable. Sorry, mom. Questionable <laughs> moments because she listens to this podcast. This is not a criticism, but <laughs> I remember we were trying to figure don't listen out, for the next five minutes. Mom. Turn it off. You've heard me tell a story, and you I never like for it. My F bomb. <laughs> but she, she, they decided they wanted to take us all. We're gonna have a family outing to a movie, and they knew we liked scary movies. So they wanted to do this haunted house movie. So we picked this movie called Last House on the Left, which they thought was like this haunted house movie. <laughs> It's so cute. It's like, we were little, on the left. tiny so, kids. A romp in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we go to the theater, and I remember standing there at the box office buying the tickets with my dad. And the woman at the box was like, this isn't really a movie for kids. And he got all, I'll take my kids to any movie I want. <laughs> like, got all up about it. And we're like, that's right. We like Harvey. So, <laughs> so we go in thinking we're so cool. Oh my God. So scarred from that movie. I still can't even bring myself to watch it. But when I did rewatch it recently, and actually we left halfway through and sat in the car, and this was my parents, they stayed and watched it while we sat in the car. Oh, wow. So (laughs) that's a hard watch. I know. So we're little kids sitting in the car waiting for our parents to finish Last House on the Left. (laughs) So then I watched it recently, and I specifically remember a scene where they're tossing the girls back and forth, and Mm -hmm. each time, well, one of the girls. They'd throw her to one of them, and they would stab her, and they'd throw her to the other guy, and he would stab her. So mm-hmm. she's just being thrown back and forth, stabbed, and they cut off her hand. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
that is not in the movie. Like I watched the movie going, where, what am I? <laughs> heavily, <laughs> heavily what edited. What the hell? Yeah. I know, and I know that it's been edited, but I watched it thinking, how am I? How much of that is like my kid memory <laughs> filling it in? And what was also the weird thing about it, I remember being in the theater and looking ahead and I saw one of my classmates, another little kid mm-hmm. at the movie theater kind of, and his eyes are really wide and we're both like, what is wrong with our parents? <laughs> and that little kid was Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah, that was Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was probably what really cemented horror movies for me because it's, ever since then I've been like, yeah, okay. They can scare yeah. me sometimes. But I remember even the ads. Do you remember mm-hmm. the ads for that movie? Where oh, yeah. Just yeah. keep saying to yourself, it's only a movie. It's, it's only, only a movie. movie. It's only a movie. <laughs> that would come on the radio and we would get scared and run. Like, <laughs> that's oh awesome. my! <laughs> so that's my big horror movie moment as a child. That's cool. It was pretty Mine bad. was The Omen and the exorcist mm. and and just being White so demon movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that well the thing is i was in a i went to a christian school when i was a kid and so religion was already scary to mm-hmm. me um i, I went to the type of I, the the my memory of religion was absolute terror mm-hmm. from from those days and and just being it was it, the ideas that i used to have to listen to from them were terrifying and all about damnation and hell and torture and torment and, you know, Mm -hmm. and all these things. I I used to get nightmares from that. Book of Revelations is so fun. Yeah. (laughs) But just the vengeance and the angry sort of, you know, that kind of us versus them stuff. And shit like that. So when these movies came out that had religious aspects to them, you know, the omen and they were the things that I'd heard about. I'd heard about the idea of the Antichrist and mm-hmm. the 666 and the Mark of the Beast and it all that. It seemed like something that could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was like the embodiment of these these sermons that I used to hear when I was little. And, you know, demonic possessions and out foul demon and all. I, I saw people being, um, you know, exercised on stages and churches and tent revivals and stuff. I saw the guys... They, you could catch him though, drink, like you'd catch him drinking something. Mm-hmm. And then a few seconds later, he'd put his hand on somebody's forehead and then put something in front of his face. And suddenly he's spitting out fire like Gene Simmons, you know? <laughs> and he was like, that was the demon. And a, a lot of people are like, oh my God, what did I, I just like, see? Cool. But I'm thinking wow. he just drank some lighter fluid or something <laughs> yeah. and spit through his bick, you know? Yeah. And, and Burke's love of special effects was born. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's. <laughs> It's a special effect, and I saw a room full of people that bought it. Exactly. That's They're amazing. still buying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, it was Halloween followed by Alien. Yeah. Alien so was another those one. Those 78 yeah. and 78. So two good movies yeah. to start out with. And yeah. it's hard to imagine, you know, what Halloween was like when there was never yeah. really yeah. a oh, slasher yeah. movie before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was mind-blowing. It really, yeah. I, at the theater, it, it, that's a, there was kinetic energy in that theater yes. that I had yep. not heard or not felt since mm-hmm. ever, yeah. not even close. Alien was great too, but it was yeah. a different kind of movie. Oh yeah, uh, but Halloween really like. But with Halloween, I remember sitting in packed theaters watching Halloween. We saw it multiple times when it came out. So jealous. Theaters were packed, <laughs> and everybody in the theater is screaming. You can see it on YouTube. Yeah, which I think I've told you. you <laughs> yeah, I've YouTube. heard the audio. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. The audio it's pr- it's just like, that's exactly how it was. Yeah. Yep. Screaming at you know Jamie Lee Curtis. You and know, people like, were cool. cringing in their chairs and holding their <laughs> hands over their faces. I and, loved it. I yeah. was so happy. You know, and those were, that was so fresh then. I mean, it's been done to death now. But then yeah. the first time you're seeing it, you're like, what the hell am I seeing mm-hmm. right now? It's like so simple and elemental, but never done before. It was in those days before people were t- so jaded. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think people yeah. now are like. 
I'm just going to sit here. I'm not going to move. I'm going to watch <laughs> no, the movie. We're going to be yeah. quiet and cynical. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember even before that, um, do you remember Black Christmas? Oh, I love mm-hmm. Black Christmas. That's the movie I remember when we saw it in the theater and it was Bob like, Clark. this is something new. This is something. And that sort of doesn't get the credit, I think, that it, it should. Because yeah. Halloween wouldn't be here if it weren't for Black mm-hmm. Christmas. Right. And nothing is scarier than that guy's phone calls. Yeah. yeah. They're so freaky. Uh, Bob, Clark, Bob Clark is an interesting filmmaker. Yeah, yeah then like, he went and did Porky's. Well, he right? did Porky's. He also <laughs> did a Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Story. You know, yeah. so he's sort of all over the place. But there, uh, and some other things uh, like Murder by was it Murder by Decree, or he did like an Agatha Christie movie in the late seventies that was um, pretty good. John Saxon, in oh yeah. yes, in anything, yeah, yeah, pretty much the killer eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the first horror movie you remember seeing? <sighs> it's hard. Um, I know my mom showed me Psycho. Because um, she loves Hitchcock, Hitchcock movies, yeah. and then um, my dad showed me—I think it was The Shining. Could be wrong, but I rented like when I would go to the video store with my babysitter. I would take like <laughs> however many nightmares were out at the time. I think one through six, and I would just take all six. Oh, that's so funny! <laughs> wow. I would take all the Friday the Thirteenth, like one through eight or something. I love that the babysitter's like, "Let's get you some horror movies." Yeah. She was just like, "Pick whatever you want." <laughs> You'd yeah. be binge watching before yeah. we knew what that was. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All the yeah. So I, yeah, I went through like um, I, I, I saw Sleepaway Camp really early on. I saw uh, Slumber Party Massacre really early on, um, which have stayed with me because those are two of my favorites ever. Yeah, there's <laughs> those yeah. are. Yeah, uh, I so, think those movies that imprint on you. You know, the early ones that you saw that had an impact. Yeah. Well, Friday Thirteenth, I remember being like shocking because it was so gore like it was the first really super gory mm-hmm. like you're actually seeing the murders happen mm-hmm. idea so i remember that being very like whoa what's going on part part four is probably like one of my favorites uh part four and part seven is that the one with crispin glover part four yeah yeah that's yeah. the best yeah with this like awesome dance moves oh <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's amazing the actors that show up in those movies yes like yeah. kevin bacon's Ke- in first yeah one. Mm-hmm. you have Corey feldman's in them we have crispin yeah. glover yeah I mean, there's some stars in these movies <laughs> I saw I saw an interview with Kevin Bacon. And they asked him what was the thing he gets uh, asked to sign the most, and he said, "My dead body ah, <laughs> from Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. He funny. said, "I sign that almost every day." Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> that spear through the neck. Right, that's he's the one lying in bed. Right, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tom Savini through yeah. the neck. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Tom Savini, <laughs> and of course the great Betsy Palmer. Oh, yep. Right. Yeah. Friday, <laughs> Betsy Palmer. Well, that was the, the big trick question in the scream, which I thought was genius. Because I remember watching yeah. the scream, and when they ask her who's the killer, and then Friday yeah. the 13th, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, trick question. It was Jason's mom. Yeah. And then she's all like, Jason, where is that? I'm like, you you got it wrong, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and she did. I, uh, in Scream Four, I like they flipped it because the Hayden Pantier character she knows everything about horror movies yeah. and she's listing every sequel ever. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. And he's like, "What's the remake?" And she just starts listing every remake. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's funny. I like that Seth Rogen shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's weird to think too. Like you go back to the house. Last house on the left was Wes Craven mm-hmm. and Sean Cunningham. So they went on to make like some pretty influential horror yeah. movies, like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth. It's weird to think those two guys made probably one of the most grim, yeah. horrible. Like just there's something wrong with the people making this movie oh, horror man. to make yeah. some of the most fun horror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. They must have got it now. Their system. Uh, Sean Cunningham made one of my favorite movies, um, The New Kids. 
I remember that movie, <laughs> and maybe I saw it. But maybe I don't I know the It's new not case. really a horror movie, but oh my god, it is so fucked up. <laughs> it is insane. It's just bullies. Um, James Spader plays this intense okay, bully. James Spader's on it. It's just yeah. an intense James Spader being a bully movie. Whoa. And it's, it's to the extreme where you're like, oh my god, this guy's insane. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the New Kids. I'm going to put that 19? on my list. That came out right, maybe like right after, like 82 or 83? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Um, and, and it was Laurie Laughlin from uh-huh. Full House. <laughs> huh. Sure. Laurie Laughlin. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of that movie. Oh my god. Yeah. So, uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I've worn that one out because it's just so insane. Huh. <laughs> it says it's a nonstop ticket to terror in the wow. description. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it says here. It says right yeah. here it's nonstop heart. Yeah, they kill they kill a dog in that movie. Uh, and it's uh, oh, yeah. but, uh, off the list. It all it automatically puts James Spader as oh my god, I hate this guy. Yeah, that will do it. Hate yeah. That is the one line I do not like to have crossed is the animal stuff in yeah, movies. If they if they yeah. kill animals, I'm just not going to watch it. I yeah. just so can't. let me ask you. I will. Uh, you know, we talked about. Uh, we saw Castle Rock's first episode. There yes. was a death, dead uh, uh, dog in that, right? I watch these mm-hmm. movies to see the people getting killed. I know. I don't want to <laughs> see poor animals. I know. I can't. Animals I can't, don't do anything wrong. I know. Yeah. But there, it's yeah. it's always. That's why know, I like um, in so many movies. That's that's movie, um, Did the dog? There's there a dog that died in Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. I must have blacked out. Yeah, how many episodes, uh, episodes have you seen? Four or five. Is it good? Castle it Rock? is good. It's pretty seen. good. Mark, I'm, I'm not so hot on it. No, myself, it's a little slow paced. I have it's to say, a it's little a little too slow for right me. now. But I think it's got potential. A lot of chatting at the the Mellow Tiger Bar. Oh, we're back there again for the <laughs> thousandth time. Like from <laughs> the from the visuals and stuff, I haven't seen anything. Like I gotta see this. It just looks like a. It's, it's kind like of, a mystery. It's a procedural kind of thing, and there's some interesting stuff. There's actually there's some really good stuff in it, and cool. I wish there was just more of that. But that's just you know. Yeah. I was expecting more Stephen King, but it seems like it, it doesn't feel. Stephen Kingish to me. To me, I felt like it had a Stephen King vibe to it, but it was sort of a modernized version, I, I guess, because of the st- the pacing. I mean, Stephen King has a, a way of pacing his stories and laying right. out the characters and right. laying things out plot wise. Right. This one was one of those shows where they where they drop the puzzle pieces on the table, and as the show progresses, mm-hmm. they put the pieces together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's sort of structured like that, like more of a modern television show that you're supposed to binge watch. You're supposed right. to say, "What the hell? What? Why did that happen?" It's made Keep watching. For this format. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. But so it's, it's a little slower paced, but it's building mystery slowly. Speaking of cool dogs, have you guys <laughs> seen Bad Moon? I don't know. No. Is there something bad happened to a dog in that? No, it's oh, actually okay. why it's cool is it's a werewolf movie where the dog's the hero and it's through the dog's um, POV. Oh, um, oh really? the book is actually you're reading it through the dog's like point of view. But the, oh. mo- the movie is like with his uh, the dog's like owners, but uh, the dog is the hero. When did that what? come out? When was that? I'll say 1990. Yeah, I think I've uh, heard of it, but I never saw it. I probably was afraid to see because I thought animals were going to get hurt. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it is cool. It is pretty because the ending. Uh, Mariel Hemingway. Though? Not to give it away, but it's a big werewolf dog battle. That's uh, pretty, and the werewolf looks amazing. Huh? No kidding. Yeah, wow, I never uh, even heard of that. I've one. seen the key art. It's funny. I don't remember the uh, Bad Moon no. actual Bad movie. Man. That's, awesome. that's I remember the uh, point of view dog movie with uh, Matthew Modine called Fluke. <laughs> Fluke, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. You know, there was the um, or the Begging Strips commercials. <laughs> I remember those. Have you seen the, the, v- the yeah. VHS movies? 
Was it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's VHS 2. Have you guys seen this? Oh, yeah. No. So good. Yeah. I think they're short. It's an anthology, but they the have one. the first one for sure. Oh, yeah. part two. Had, part two's got some really good ones in it. Cool. Um, they have an actual, literally through the dog's point of view, because they the people in the movie end up putting like a little GoPro camera on the dog. So all you see are these little ears in front of, I'm, I'm putting my fingers up like ears in case anyone <laughs> wants to see it. But they, but so the whole thing is them trying to get the dog, like the aliens start to invade. So they're all trying to get away. And so it has all these people running back to pick up the dog and save it. And they oh, carry yeah. it with them. And it doesn't end well though. Uh, I know. That's the only thing. It's like, this is really cool. They have a dog. Oh, no. Yeah. Usually the dog is a clear indicator yes. that you're going to be sad. I saw a, um, maybe you've heard, there's a German kind of serial killer home invasion movie, um, kind of obscure, but it's about this guy, this German guy is released from a, a mental institution as all good horror movies begin. And he <laughs> just in. kind of wanders into a house <laughs> sorry, no, and he proceeds to kill everyone in the house one by one. So in the movie, there's a little dachshund dog. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, no. <laughs> and so while he, there's one scene where he's killing one of the, these people like in a hallway. And the mm-hmm. dog runs over and, and throws a ball, kind of rolls the ball yeah, toward yeah. the guy. And the ball kind of hits the person that he's killing. And <laughs> the dog's just kind of like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, this is going to be awful. So the whole movie, he, he kills all these people. He stuffs them in the trunk of the car. He's going to leave. Mm-hmm. He looks back and he sees his only witness, the dog. And I'm like, here it comes. Yeah. Picks up the dog, takes it with him. Saves it. Does Aww. not kill the dog. So I'm he's in. got I'm a heart of gold. This. So now I love this movie. I like it when the killers <laughs> let the dog live. Yes. It makes me love them like way more. It does. More. It's kind of like the filmmakers go, I know you're expecting this, so we're going to be nice to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if he likes dogs, he can't be all bad. Yeah. I like that... it when they look at the dog like, oh, he's like me. Yeah. <laughs> you only remember the ending. The ending was nice. It was, a, it was an upbeat <laughs> What was it called? Do you remember? I'm trying no. to remember what it was called. I'm blanking on it. I, if I remember it through the podcast, I'll bring it up. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I got. I should before I I'm mentioned in. it. I should have figured nah, out the title. No, no, no. That's we're ah. riffing. I bet if I just say German movie where dog lives, it'll be the only one that exists. Yeah, so I'll probably find it. But speaking of dogs, there was a there was an eighties movies. Remember the big werewolf thing that happened all at the same time? Yes, the American Werewolf in London, The Howling, Howling. Wolfen. Yeah, Wolfen. Um, Wolfen's so good. Yeah. That was another one. Yeah. that's like they did such a cool job with the wolves in there. Yeah, yeah. But they were all good. They were all three really different from each other. Mm-hmm. Which one was your favorite out of those three? Because they're distinctly different. Probably the films. Howling. American Werewolf. I think I just have seen that movie so many times. And I loved that that um, great balance of humor with it. I just right. thought that was the perfect werewolf movie. And it also set the stage for every werewolf you know, transformation <laughs> yeah. ever known to man has That's come true. from that movie. Yeah, I love the Howling. Um, I've actually I've seen and have owned, and I own all... I want to say 12. I think there's 12 of them. <laughs> really? Oh, the really? Yeah, because there's Howling, Howling 2, Sybil Danning, Howling 3, Howling 4, Howling 5, Howling 6, and then there's, yeah, 7, 8. <laughs> I think God, there is, a, there's amazing. at least, I know there's what? at least 10. Wow. Because wow. I knew of the of Howling 2, which was not good. Yeah. I mean, I, if I remember Actually, correctly. the last one they did is um, super cheesy, but the werewolves look great. Really? I, yeah. uh, Howling Reborn. Howling Reborn. That's amazing. I, I had no idea there were that many sequels or offshoots. I guess they're not all flat sequels. They're no, like they're very like and... every once in a while they're like they mention something or even like you know one of them will have like the Howling DVDs or something you know right. or something like that. It's like it's Halloween like... Three Season of the Witch. There's no Season of the Witch. There's no Michael Myers. Yeah, right. I mean, who knows what this is? <laughs> I know. I hate when they label a movie like it's a sequel, nothing to do with the movies. So. Yeah. 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 
It's just another horror. It's a different horror movie. <laughs> Darwin yeah. came over and Howling, gave me a lick. Yeah, Howling <laughs> like 3 this. was pretty good. Um, Howling 2, some people really like it. I I'm like, I didn't like it. I remember I, just I, to see like Sybil Danning keeps like ripping off her she's shirt. A, like, she's like, supposed <laughs> to. At the end, it's like, it's like in the end credits, she just uh, keeps ripping off her shirt. It's weird. Like over and over. Yeah, like a like, repeat, like a loop. Yeah. She's supposed to be, I think she's supposed to be that character from the end of Howling 1. That has that weird like vest like um, V. The, the oh. that's that's the howling the hamburger like, at the bar. Yeah, the howling like leader lady. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I I, I haven't seen Howling two in a while, yeah. but yeah, Howling. The the middle ones are not that. <laughs> the middle fifty. That's like the Amityville series. But American oh, Go yeah. Back. Yeah. Oh, the Amityville. Yeah. That's yeah. another great one from first Amityville horror was. Mark, when what was the year? 78? 78. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Stuart Rosenberg directed. Yeah. That that was a pretty scare. That's the James Brolin, James Margot James Kidder. Brolin. Right. Right. With the pig outside the window. <laughs> oh yeah. And the flies. I remember the flies. that being so scary as a kid. That idea. Yeah. And then I'm so disappointed by how fake that all is now. I know. It it's like crazy. Christmas lights or something. Part two is so good. As well, like it's, um, I think it's part two is like half of it's, um, really close to the source material, and then they go like super weird, but it's actually pretty cool. Hmm. Is that the possession? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. It's where the, like the older, the brother, like the DeFeo character, right, um, gets the shotgun and he's about to go and like basically kill his whole family. But there's a really cool shot in it that makes the whole the whole movie's worth this one camera shot. That starts from behind him and goes over and then in front of him in yeah. one shot and it just looks really cool. Well, <laughs> I remember reading the book before I saw the movie. Yeah, I that the I've book watched was it a lot. Really, <laughs> <laughs> only once over. or twice. <laughs> Twenty-seven minutes in and the last fourteen seconds. But the the book was really scary to me. Yeah, it was, and then so yes. I saw the movie. It wasn't as scary. Just like it wasn't the book. It was just one of those I like things. The for voice me. in the first one. The voice always creepy. Yeah. 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 That was good. Well, the book, when the book came out, I remember that was a big thing. It was, yeah. a, it was a true story. Mm-hmm. And I was so young, you know, and I kind of still believed in things like that, you know. <laughs> and like, with, what was the name of the book that The Conjuring was based on? The, yeah, what was that book? Oh, yeah. It was based on the people who were like the... The uh, couple, the, the, the ghost hunters or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember the name of the book, but... Yeah. But that book was really scary when that came out because it was supposed to be true you right, know right. and i read everything that came out that I was love that first like one. that the yeah first, the first movie is great which one the first the first one yeah, amityville yeah so good it's got that the music too is always remember that soundtrack yeah who, uh, jerry goals yeah uh, i think yeah. so and was it ryan reynolds was in the remake yeah it was you guys... only good when he took his shirt off. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, hitting things with an axe. And you're like, nice abs. <laughs> Did you guys see the documentary about the guy who was the actual person from the Amityville? The son? I mean, the, the kid? The who kid. Was that was a great documentary. Oh, I don't know. Where he I've goes back this. to the house and talks oh. about, like, he thinks some of it was real, though. Oh, so it's interesting to hear his perspective because he seems So really he's the family damaged. that moved in later. Uh, from the family that moved in, like later. he was the family that was originally there, that, that um, supposedly um, had murdered. What I'm forgetting now. <laughs> so like DeFeo went and killed his whole family, and then is in jail, 
and then a family like went and moved in. Yeah, he was and that kid. All, and he all, was the kid of that. Family. So he's the growing first, up, and he I talks about. See this. Yes, it was really good documentary. So he grew up, and it talks him going back to see the house and what was going on in the house during all that cool. time that that stuff. Was I've always going wanted on. to go to the house. Yeah, I think it. it be really... I think they changed. Did they tear the... it down or something? I think they rebuilt it. I think they, yeah, changed the windows. Yeah, because yeah. that was the kind of iconic tourist. Yeah, fucking <laughs> tourist. But the house is still there. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the house is still there. You can actually find it on Google Earth. But it's fake. Yeah. Well, it's in fake. the documentary, you start getting that feeling. Fake. I mean, of course, but that feeling of how it was sort of like this manufactured process mm-hmm. where they. And it's also one of those things where when you tell a lie, you have to tell another lie to cover the first lie. Right. Yeah. And then you have to tell another lie. And then if it becomes public, if you become sort of famous because of your lie, then you have to tell a million lies to cover those lies. And you can never, and especially if you've made a whole lot of money off of your lies, yes. <laughs> you can't ever go back on it. And what what happens then? I mean... They've made all this money. They made all these claims. I mean, I guess nothing legally can happen to them for making that. Is it considered fraud or just like hey, well, you, you can't ever it. prove? I mean, that's what ghosts are. One of those things like you can't ever prove that uh, it never happened, right? You you can't really go into a courtroom right. and prove that there aren't ghosts in that house. Yeah, you know? that's true. Wow. See, eighties <laughs> movies. I mean, yeah. we're going we're kind of going into the seventies movies, but. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that was my formative years of, you know, watching horror films. Yeah. When I think yeah. of horror films, I think of those movies. The 80s? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we've talked about The Thing and all those kind of things. But yeah. Those are the ones I just watch. All the John Carpenter stuff that I love. Oh, and so good. Should we talk about Sleepaway Camp? Because I know that we, uh, you mentioned that was one that of your I favorites. Should that, that be our <laughs> movie, highlighted movie of the 80s or, horror? And we can discuss Tourist Trap briefly. Oh, yeah. That, you know what? I think we should we should sort of come to a close on this episode. The 80s horror. About and do 80s another horror. one. Cool. And I think we should do another episode with Devin if he's into it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> cool. It we'll went be by more fast. focused. We'll this is why we have an intro episode. We'll pay you double. We'll give you double what we promised. <laughs> and... Um, but what we can do in the next in the next episode oh, with Devin um, is, is talk about some specific movies because we never even talked about Tourist Trap. Which no, is we do need one, to talk about that. Awesome. That would be good to talk about that. So should we should we wrap this one up? Wrap. It's a wrap, people. And um, say thanks, a big huge thanks to the uh, very talented yeah. Devin Whitehead for we'll coming have and you joining back us. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for thanks yeah. for being here. Natural. Thanks for having me on. This is awesome. I hope we let you talk enough because we blab a lot. Oh no, I I, I listened. <laughs> I've listened to you guys' episodes so far. It's awesome. You know. Thanks, man. But just if we talk too much, just say please, please shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> I work, at, I work at home, so podcasts are like my life. <laughs> I know. They're like friends are hanging out in the yeah. house with you. That's yeah. really funny. Cool. All right. Well, All thanks right. for joining us, and we'll we'll have you back. Yeah. We'll have sure. you back sometime. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Devin. Take care. I look Bye. forward to it. Take it easy. Cinemondo signing out. <laughs> <laughs>